Time now to turn our attention to the consumer staples sector. In fact, it's on the rise. You can see on a market that seems somewhat mixed or selling off, the consumer staples are on the rise, rising with inflation perhaps. Greg Portel's with us, partner and consumer practice lead at Carney. And Sarah Henry, Portfolio Manager, Logan Capital Management. Thank you both for being with us. Sarah, I'll start with you. Your outlook on the group, because today, for example, we look at consumer staples, and you can look and see them all with up arrows today. It's almost uncanny to see it in that way. Right. Well, it's it's a really interesting point in time. We are uh, at the beginning or in the middle of the fastest recovery in history. We're near at just about 6.1% unemployment, even before the bulk of the stimulus has been deployed. Uh, consumers are really flush with cash, a lot of uh, savings on the balance sheet. So things really seem set for perfection. But it's also important to ask what could go wrong here. And I think when people do that, the Staples Group is a, a resource for where you can find some solid cash flow uh, assets. Um, and, and with what we're hearing in the disruption in supply chains, perhaps the specter of inflation, um, people are taking a closer look at this group, which has really been left behind in the growth route in the last year. Right. And your thoughts also, Greg, I mean, when you look at what's going on here, tell me more. Well, we've seen the supply chains get disrupted by COVID, and now they're starting yeah. to stabilize. But what we've realized is that that COVID reaction created a lot of extra cost in the systems that need to be processed through, and that impacts consumers in the terms of price increases. So we're seeing this pricing move in the sector, and by all accounts, it seems like it's going to stick this time through. Right. So, Sarah, when you look at what's going on, right, if you think that COVID's passing, the supply chain's improving, um, and we look at certain stocks within the sector, are there opportunities for certain groups or stocks more than others? Yes. So, um, we have the situation where we have a number of good consumer names that have spent many years building out their infrastructure. And as we get into a more difficult environment, maybe on the cost side, um, in an unpredictable environment on the demand side, it's important to look for stocks that have a long history of um, growth and growth duration that deliver defensible growth year in and year out. Uh, we like Mondelez International and Pepsi, both of which have raised the dividend in the last year and should uh, you know, compound with the addition of a healthy dividend yield, which really helps um, protect over the long, the long term. Right. Yeah. And what kind of headwinds are we seeing, Greg? Um, when we talk about opportunities, you could tell me about that. But are there too many headwinds or not necessarily? Well, there's a lot of complexity that all of these companies are trying to deal with, you know, whether it was uh, a shutdown in this plant or an impact on that plant. The, the complexity and the management team's ability to deal with that complexity is the unknown headwind. Everybody's expecting pricing to go up. But how that goes up, you know, what share the CPG companies take versus the share the retailers take, all of that is the, the hidden headwind in terms of earnings coming out of this cycle. 
And then what's the final takeaway, Sarah, when you look at what's going on here? I mean, we look at names like PepsiCo and Mondelez. I think you have those on your list, in fact. Yes, in fact, I did. Uh, there, we recently got some good data on these companies coming out of, um, you know, the disruption of the last year, the pantry loading, uh, the lack of mobility for uh, cu customers, and we're really seeing some upside expectations, both in terms of earnings and in terms of organic growth for both companies. So I think this is a time when your hypothesis testing, you know, what are your assumptions? And I think in the situation with both of those names, their global companies, Mondelez in particular, had really healthy growth right, from the right. emerging markets, as did Pepsi. So um, I think that they both strike on all the qualities that make an attractive staple stock um, in terms of geographic diversity. Greg, I, I've, oh. God. I'm sorry, I thought you were done. Um, Greg, just I have about 30 seconds left. You said consumers are looking now for attainable luxury. What does that mean, quickly? Well, similar to what Sarah was mentioning, they have more earnings, they have more income, they have more savings, and they've been cooped up for this period of time. So what we're starting to see is consumers take that one half step or full step up the food chain, trying to buy and attain brands that aren't necessarily luxury brands, but that are one step above or a half a step above what they normally buy. It's that little bit of luxury that makes us all feel good coming out of a, a really miserable 2020. Thank you both, Greg and Sarah. I appreciate it. Greg Portel, partner and consumer practice lead at Carney, and Sarah Henry, portfolio manager, Logan Capital Management. Thank you both.